Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the fields of psychology and mental health. With your host, Gabe Howard, and featuring Vincent M. Wales. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special Valentine's Day edition of the Psych Central Show. With me, as always, is Vincent M. Wales. Hey there. But I have brought along a couple of special guests. I have brought along my lovely wife, Ms. Kendall Howard. Hello. And additionally, I have brought along my ex-wife, Ms. Lisa Kiner. Oh, thanks for having me, Gabe. You are very welcome. Now... Many people, of course, think, well, now, wait a minute, you've got your wife and your ex-wife on the same podcast, so clearly you have them separated by many, many miles, which in this case is true, but that was just because of technical difficulties, not because of necessity. We are all very much friends. Uh, Lisa and I have known each other for a long time. We were married for five years, and after the demise of our marriage, but the beginning of our friendship... I met Kendall, who is my wife, and not current wife. I have learned that, that that's, that's not the best thing to say. <laughs> and we all get along just fine. I'll throw out the first question to Lisa. Lisa, are you Kendall's friend? Yeah, I guess so. I would say yes. <laughs> Rousing support of Kendall. Let, let's... <laughs> I don't mean it like that. Kendall! I'm just saying, you know... <laughs> it is a little odd. It's I think we're all to... friends. We're all in the same social group. Well, yeah. I mean, Lisa and I, I would definitely consider Lisa a friend. I mean, she's a friend first and an ex-wife way down the oh, way down you. the list. Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's try something. Hey, hey, Vin, are you Kendall's friend? Yeah. See, look at that. Yeah. You just said yeah. I, just... <laughs> I don't understand the system. <laughs> All right. So many people find this odd. As a public speaker, Lisa is heavily involved in my story because Lisa is the first person to realize that that I was suicidal. She's the first person to realize that I had mental illness and, and she got me help. So she's a very big part of my story and I can never truly stand up and tell it without involving Lisa. And then I get to the part where she's my ex-wife and people think, oh, well, that's too bad. I wonder what she's doing now. And then I get to the part of the story where I say she's standing in the back. And then people become very, very confused. And so many people have come up and asked questions about this that we decided, hey, this is excellent fodder for a podcast. So that's where we're going with this. And Vin has sort of decided to wrangle the three of us, ask us some questions, and really get out how does this work? Because for some reason, people have decided that being friends with exes is so abnormal, it is worthy of discussion. Yeah, I think that's probably the first thing that would pop into most people's minds is, well, first of all, holy crap, how can you stay friends with an ex at all, let alone have her be friends with the new Mrs. You? I mean, how does that work? Now, personally, I don't, I, I don't subscribe to that that question because I am friends with my ex as well so it's not weird at all to me but to so many people I've met they just kind of look at me like are you kidding me how (laughs) so how Gabe how do you do it 
Well, first, I, it was easy for me. I, I hold uh, Lisa and Kendall both in the in the highest of regards. So it was really, really easy for me. So I'm going to throw that exact same question to Kendall because many people want to know how Kendall can possibly allow, and that's the word people use, allow her husband to fraternize with his ex-wife. Fraternize. There's a word. <laughs> no, but for real, I don't. She saved your life. At the end of the day, people always want to gloss over that fact, but you would not be here if it were not for Lisa. So I owe Lisa everything too. I mean, and I don't understand why it is normal for exes and relationships to hate each other, but it's considered abnormal if they get along. You know, you and Lisa came to an agreement that your marriage wasn't working out. You guys were better as friends. So you guys stayed friends. I came along after the fact. I see kind of myself as the obtrusion, if, if you will. But, and you both kind of said, hey, this chick is cool. I'll marry her. I'll be friends with her. It's cool. So I don't see anything wrong with being friends with Lisa. And I don't see anything wrong with you being friends with Lisa. You know, you two have a very, very strong friendship and it benefits a lot of people. So who am I to take that away from the world? <laughs> wow. You guys have done a lot of good wow. work together. So Lisa. Well, that was really, <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice, Kendall. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. So let's let's throw an, a, it another way at Lisa. Lisa, I, I know you're gonna you're, you're gonna hate this, but Kendall is younger, and Kendall is the new wife. So when we're dealing with stereotypes and we're, we're dealing with you know you two should be fighting, her being younger and newer should be a real threat to you. You you should, in the wild, hate her. So how can you how can you tolerate her? How can you be friends with her? Shouldn't shouldn't you be pulling her hair or something? Um. No. <laughs> it was, Good answer. I, Good I answer. Never, Yay. I, I also get a lot of, of, of flack from people who feel that it's a problem or that it's, it's not right or it's wrong somehow. I, I actually get a fair amount of criticism for remaining friends with you and, and for remaining friends with Gabe and then for being friends with Kendall. And it just never seemed odd to me. It, it never even occurred to me that we would do anything else. I, I, I never thought that there would be a time where we weren't still you know, in each other's lives. I never thought, maybe that was naive, that even though we were getting divorced, there would ever be a point where I didn't see you anymore. So, and then in terms of Kendall, we're, it's not a competition. We're, Thank we're you. Not, <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're, we're not vying for the same position or for the same spot. So it's, this idea that there should be, comp that doesn't make sense because it's not a contest. What, what, what would the prize be? Marriage to Gabe? Hey, let me, let me, <laughs> you know what I mean, you know what I let mean. Me, let me ask you this. Um, I, I don't know that Gabe has ever really told me this story. Maybe he has, but how did the two of you, uh, Lisa and Kendall, how did you first meet and how did that go? Um, we actually, Gabe actually orchestrated a dinner. So we met at Max and Irma's of all places, because at the time it was Lisa's favorite restaurant. <laughs> so um, we met and it, Gabe and I had been dating, I think for a couple of months at that point. And this was, I don't want to say a test, but it was kind of, you know, very, very important to Gabe that the new girlfriend get along with his best friend. I mean, it was, you take the, take the ex-wife thing out of the equation. He just wanted his new girlfriend to get along with his wife. And um, our friend Angie joined us and the four of us had a really nice dinner. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't, it was a little awkward at first, just like meeting any new people were, but, or is, but, um, 
you know, it was really enjoyable. And then we pretty much have been like the four musketeers since then. I mean, you know, we hang out weekly, watch Survivor and, you know, just kind of hang out. So, I mean, it, it's it's normal. It's so, normal. So I want to throw I want to be. I want to correct your Freudian slip. You said that it was important for Gabe's girlfriend to get along with Gabe's wife. I, I'm going to assume oh, that yeah. you meant <laughs> ex-wife. Best friend is what I that's, meant. That's, for, that's for another show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's another show. So, of, of course, it, it was. It, I, I, was, I was very, very nervous because as, you know, Kendall and I have been married almost five years. And as we know, obviously, you don't want to date somebody that doesn't like your friends but it sort of adds an extra element when you say to somebody, hey, why did you and that person break up? Oh, because she didn't get along with my ex-wife. Uh, but of course, nobody thinks anything of it. If you say, why did you guys break up? She didn't get along with my best friend or she didn't get along with my friend. So the the truth of the matter is, is Lisa is both my best friend and my ex-wife. So it, it's all in how we choose to see her. And the reality of it is, is in our circle of friends, we just see Lisa as, as Gabe's friend. But for some reason, everybody sees Lisa as Gabe's ex-wife. And it's also important to, to bring up, and Lisa, you obviously have to speak to this, Lisa is in a significant long-term relationship as well, and we hang out with him from time to time. So I know it's hard to speak to people, but how does Warod feel about this, Lisa? <laughs> Warod is fine with it, obviously. Otherwise, it's not something I would be doing. Uh, we've been together for six years now, and... And I have to say, and I'm, I'm sure this has happened to Kendall as well, it's actually something people will criticize him for, which I find extremely annoying. Well, how can you allow her to do that? How can you let her still be friends? So it's, it, it is surprising how much pushback I re we both receive on this. It's, the question I always get is, well, they must have kids. So, you know, mm. and when you say no, it's an immediate, well, then why are they still friends? And it's, I... And again, I know I've said this before, but, you know, you two were friends long before, you know, I came along. So why would I stop that? You know, it's but yeah, I, I do get criticism for it as well. And, you know, him and I've had that conversation, too. And we just laugh, you know, <laughs> I, it's you know, that's all you can do. And, you know, and it is it is really, really funny that society thinks that, you know, two people that can break up from a relationship and be, be friends is very, very odd. You know, whereas, you know, you and Gabe should fight heavily yeah. from time to time it w would right. be normal. But since you guys are adults and can handle these kind of relationships, that makes you too odd. Well, let's not go I, too I've far. That. Kendall and or Lisa and I do fight heavily. I mean, let's well, <laughs> <laughs> just not not because we're married, but because uh... divorce for a reason. <laughs> So, but uh, Lisa, not to put you on the spot, but it, it is, I, I've said this before, you know, Lisa is not a public speaker or a writer, so she doesn't have occasion to say it publicly. So now is your opportunity. But one of the things that I say is that Lisa and I's marriage was a failure on every level. It, it really, really was as a marriage, but our friendship was never a failure. So that's what made it very difficult when, you know, Lisa and I sort of were, I don't want to say on again, off again, because we were technically on, but it made it difficult because our friendship was very strong, so I didn't want to leave. But our marriage was very weak, so I wanted to go. I talk about and write about this a lot. Lisa, not so much. How did you see the end days of our marriage versus the beginning days of our friendship? Probably much more negatively than you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 
I don't know how much personal detail are we getting into here. I mean, ultimately, you are the one who left me. You did end our relationship. I probably should have done so sooner, but did not. You're the one who took the final step. Uh, thank God. So, <laughs> we'll think where we'd be now. So, let, let me stop you right there, though. Let, let me let me ask you a question, Lisa. So, yes, I I, I took the final step. That's out there. It's 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 in it's on the internet now. Uh, however. Now that you know where our relationship is now, if you would have known then what you know now, would you have taken the first step? In other words, is the thing that kept oh, you yeah. from taking the first step this fear that we would never see each other again? Yes, yes, that is, yes, that is definitely something that that kept me in our marriage for longer than I probably should have stayed otherwise. Just the idea that, well, but I don't want it to be gone forever. I don't want to never see this person again or never have anything to do with them again. So... If, if there's only two options, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to stay in this terrible relationship. So, yeah. So yes, if I had known this now, we we certainly would have done that faster. The the thing that that strikes me most about this conversation in general is that it raises a lot of very large issues regarding relationships in general. Um, one of the one of the terms that both of you have kicked out here is how could you allow or permit your person to do this which of course implies ownership that your spouse is your possession and you have the right to control them in some fashion is that how you feel when people say that to you yes and i think that's one of the reasons it bothers me so much and also the idea that i should be at odds constantly with kendall because it just goes it's it's a misogyny thing you know this idea that women are catty and always in competition with each other and it so yes, that, that aspect of it does bother me quite a lot. Well, it, it goes the other way too. You know, men, men have an issue with that. Well, yeah, the same as women your do. You wouldn't, you wouldn't right. want your property to be wandering right, yeah. around. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep her in line. Yeah, we, we do have a real issue with possessiveness in, in relationships in our society and it's, it's kind of scary. Now, another thing that, that I've heard and, you know, not being from Europe, I can't really say, but I have, come to understand that in in Europe for example when a, when a couple separates it's far more common for them to stay friends than to not oh really I didn't um, know that well that's what I've heard I I didn't I didn't try to look up any statistics to see if it's true but that's that is you know what what I've heard anecdotally and you know what's the difference how 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 does that compare why would that be different over there than over here what is it about our society that that makes us want to automatically hate each other when we split up. I I think that might be a question for its own podcast <laughs> about <laughs> American society that's different from Europe. Um, I don't well, know. What's fascinating to me is that breakups always seem to want to generate a winner and a loser. And we even have phrases in our society, you won the breakup. Uh, you lost the breakup. You know, she... Mm -hmm. all, all kinds of stuff like that. And... I felt, you know, I, I've been married twice. Uh, Lisa is my second divorce, not not my first. And I felt a sense of loss both times. I, I felt that I had failed at something that I had set out to do. I felt that I broke a promise that I had made. And I didn't, there, there was no winning. I, I didn't feel good right. about either one. And I'm surprised at the number of people that are divorced, are angry at their ex, and they feel that they have won some sort of prize because mm. of that anger. And I think that that's, that's sad. And as Kendall pointed out, 
we don't have children and we've we've reached this this level of friendship and happiness and uh, you know i'm not angry at my first ex-wife either she's she's out there living her life and she's fine and that's fantastic and i think that's healthy i think it's incredibly healthy i'm not trying to one-up anybody we do have an issue in our society of making everything a competition and um and again this could be a separate podcast all into itself but competition is not the positive thing in our society that people seem to believe it is. Uh, I, I view competition as 90% negative. Uh, and I'm, I'm not even sure about that remaining 10%. So, <laughs> so you're right. Yeah. And, and you both, you know, you, you both have alluded to, to that, you know, is it, it's not a competition. You know, it's not a zero sum kind of thing. Nobody wins a divorce. You, you both lose. Some just come out of it more, unscathed than the other one that's about the best you can hope for i suppose so we're getting to the part of the podcast where we have to end and i know it's been a a rousingly great time but i want to tell a great story about my wife kendall and what frankly a good sport that she is so kendall being being wife number three gets called the wrong name a lot when you're meeting family (laughs) (laughs) oh yes uh, yes. I will I will do my best to dig up the shirt and include a picture with the podcast. But uh, the 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 cousins that you only see at weddings, funerals, and graduations ca- kept calling Kendall the wrong name. So in order to stop this trend, we made a shirt that said my name is, and it had my first wife's name crossed out, and then it said my name is Lisa, and it had that name crossed out, and then it said Kendall, and then everybody got to uh, get Kendall's name right. And Kendall wore the shirt with pride. Oh, I did. I love that shirt. I still, I know exactly where it is. And, and Kendall, this is you, some, we, we posted this picture on Facebook and some people reacted negatively to you agreeing to wear it. I got flack even, yeah, even for wearing this shirt. I thought it was funny. Even members of my own family were like, that's a little bit in poor taste. And I'm like, why? You know, I mean, most of my family has met Lisa. We've had family functions together. I mean, it's, it's, I, 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 if I, if Lisa and I are okay with this, I don't understand why everybody else has problems with it. It goes back to the, you know, everybody I think feels that we need to live a certain way, but Lisa and I are marched to the beat of our own drums and we're going to be friends for forever, probably. So as long as you're with Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your loyalty, Lisa. Thank you. (laughs) As Kendall is fond of saying, I only remain friends with even numbered wives, not odd numbers wives. So we'll see what happens. I have never made it to a sixth year wedding anniversary. So Kendall and I have decided that 2018 is our sixth wedding anniversary and we are going to throw one heck of a party. And while I'm not going to invite all of my listeners, if I happen to be a millionaire, we'll see what we can do. So thank you, Lisa and Kendall for agreeing to be guests on the Psych Central show. And as always, Vin, thank you for wrangling everybody and doing what you do. And no problem. Everybody on the count of three, let's all say bye. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. PsychCentral.com is the internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. Psych Central is overseen by Dr. John Grohall, a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is a professional speaker, award-winning writer, and mental health advocate. 
You can find more information on Gabe and his work at GabeHoward.com. Vincent M. Wales is an award-winning speculative fiction novelist and suicide prevention crisis counselor. You can find more information on Vincent at VincentMWales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away, and then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. One in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.